Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Adam. And I'm Ben. And welcome to the Film Busters Podcast. The film show with no filters, no prisoners taken, loads of disagreements, but one hell of a love for cinema. If you want to hear three friends ridiculing each other for an hour or so regarding their taste in films, then you have come to the right place. In each episode, one of the team picks a film for us to discuss. It could be anything from a recent cinema release to an all-time classic. So, strap in and get ready to get mad or get vindicated as we guide you through the murky world of being a film geek. If you like what you hear, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram using at Pod. You can also find each of our individual accounts. I'm at FilmBustersPaul. I'm at FilmBustersAdam. And I'm at FilmBustersBen. If you want to use your eyes instead of your ears, you can also visit the website at filmbusterspod.co.uk and if busting makes you feel good you can also support us at patreon.com forward slash filmbusters for exclusive content alright can we just get on with this now please filmbusters hello everyone and welcome to a very unique episode of filmbusters we do not have our maestro behind the decks we do not have Paul this week he's sunning himself in Lanzarote he's on the plane back now isn't he he is probably he on the plane back. Hours. He's on the plane back, but you may have heard a third voice just then. Does for us, right? None of them can sit back and hold their breath. So who we got this week, Adam, joining us instead of Paul? We have one of my very good friends, Dan. Dan loves film more than I do. He's a bit of a nerd when it comes to films, <coughs> especially... Yeah, I try. I try. He, 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 he gets very passionate and very collective for films. I do, yeah, a little bit. He's probably borderline on, on a normal, Paul, a normal level. But. What Paul used to have as a collection of DVDs before he stole them all for still books. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I've seen your collection. Yeah. You've seen half of it. You got ill looking at his collection. I got ill looking at it. Made me fucking sick. I was so sick at the sight of it. It's the sacrifices you make, mate. But yeah, Dan has picked us a film. Uh, me and Ben have no idea what the film is. It, we probably think it's going to be of the Asian variety. It's actually, it's, it's not, oh, but wow. it's, it's slight. Because it's sounds like Asian cinema, especially Korean. So we thought it might be along that line because he's seen everything that we haven't seen. Yeah. But Do you want any clues? Go for it. Or do you want me to just come out with a name? No, no, no. Give us I don't think you're going to get it because I, I basically I look from a watch. Well, give some clues because there's probably some people out there who might get Yeah, maybe. They want a little taste. So. It's a film from the 80s. This doesn't narrow it down very much. Um, 80s, Mark, 80s. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be bloody. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. But it's not got it's, yeah, it's not got many views and that sort of thing. So that's why I, it's very obscure, so that's why I went for it. So Even I Paul never think... heard of it, did he, when you told Paul what it was? Nah, nah, he hasn't. Nah. He's, seen, he's seen it now, though. I don't know what he yeah. thought of it. but yeah, he's gonna, He think he's going to tell us his... Yeah, I've got his review to read out later. Oh, okay. um, he should have left us a voice note, the lazy bastard. But yeah, it's starring. Uh, what can I say? It's starring a sort of cult legendary actor. He died fairly recently. Um, oh, Reynolds. come on, let's try and clock that. I, was gonna say, I mean, it's quite Bert Reynolds. Is it hmm? Bert Reynolds? Who's the one we watched? Nah, we watched not, it's not Simon Hollywood the other Bert day. Bert Reynolds, it's a, Bert. a cult legend. I was going to say, he's quite, quite well known, isn't he? He's quite a popular <laughs> boy. I don't know. A cult legend who died recently. When did he die? Uh, oh mate, I think within like five years, I think. Oh, that's not really. I think he's. American. I think he's German, but he's like, he's got a Germanish name. Arnie. Nah. <laughs> if only. Uh, infamously dead Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I know. He's died. Of he life. was in a Ridley. Maybe between he was in us, the, in podcast. <laughs> he was in a Ridley Scott film, a very well-known Ridley Scott film, sci-fi. Oh shit! Be from Alien. 
I mean, I find it always disappointing because you, you probably still won't get. Who the died from Alien? Nah, not Alien. Yeah. It's not with Harrison Ford that one. Oh, Blade Runner, Rucker yeah. Howard. Yes. Oh, that's the, that's the main man. Okay, Rucker Howard's in this. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, you do. To be honest, he's like, blondie yeah, from uh, he's Blade Runner. Uh, the Hitcher. Oh, okay. The Hitcher, yeah. He said the great line in Blade Runner, if only you could see what I've seen with your eyes. When the guy tells him, I designed your eyes. That's pretty true. Great ship. People always quote that Starships off the shoulder of Orion, where they talk about that final fucking speech in Blade Runner. It's all about, if only you could see what I've seen with your eyes. Mm, there you yeah. go. There and you go. I need more life, fucker. <laughs> there are the lines, man. Yes. Nice, okay. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what other clue I can give to you on this. Is it American? It is American, yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're not dealing with subtitles today. No, we're not, no, no. I was so primed for subtitles. Yeah. He's brought his best glasses and everything. Well, I'll tell you what, (laughs) is another clue that it's 88 minutes or have I heard wrong? I told you wrong, it's 86 minutes, but... So I was so this looking is what I, I was looking at 88 minute long films today and he had said these are films that you have not seen. There's an 88 minute film which I thought was right up his wheelhouse that? that we yeah. haven't seen. Rashomon. Oh, I could have done Yeah, that's that's oh. a bit too serious. I thought, I thought I'd do yeah. a little bit of a fucking silly film, do you know what I mean? Good. Okay, we've got a silly yeah, film. Yeah. So it, oh, it's, it's, it's proper silly, yeah. yeah. So here's ridiculous. the thing though, Dan. I is it ridiculous think, as like I mean bear mind, bear mind I've, not, I've not seen it but it, it just is looks it fucking ridiculous street. as in like with the raid but it's over the top ridiculous in that oh no 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 I think it's like comedic but like it's just stupid like the plot of it okay. is stupid like what's that Kung Fury film yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's on the yeah it's kind of like that sort of vibe so yeah. here's the thing anyone who's clicked on this episode has already seen the title of the film that's true, yeah. Sure. But me and Adam don't know what it is, so I nah. think that we shouldn't be told. I hope you at the moment. You can play. you can tell me the title of the film, and I'll probably. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, you, you would like, not have heard of it. Oh, cool. We're watching Train Spotting. I can put money on Adam not have heard it. Announce the title of the film, then. Right, the title of the film is Blind Fury. Is okay. the name of the film, and Rutger is basically a t- blind samurai man. Oh, well, there you go, Samurai. That's what, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's got a little bit of Oh, there. shit, if only you could see this poster. Listen, listeners, if you don't know what this film is, go and Google the poster right now, and that will tantalise you. 3.1. Although the film Jamie could Russell be... Jamie Russell has seen it. 3.1. It could be total shit. Oh, so no, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Jamie Russell has seen it. Jamie has seen it. Jamie's one of our, that mean, our that hardcore listeners. Watch this, don't no, he means he's oh, watching no, no, it, but he has no, no, no. he's removed his rating because he went through a stage of removing ratings. He wasn't too sure. When Jamie removes a rating, yeah, he can't. And Sean it. Baker of um, Florida Project and all okay. that. Sort of he doesn't like Florida Sean Project. Baker. It's not that the, director. The director, yeah, yeah, not the director. He's just watched this film. No, the director's oh, seen the film. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, he, he didn't do this. All right. No. So, but before we go to the episode itself we need to do a little silliness because I feel like we came in hot with everything real serious we started talking about film big time Okay, what do you so let's do about? silly we've got about 3 minutes 30 seconds to do something silly Okay. so my question to you Dan is since you're the guest mm. pancake day was yesterday uh-huh. what did you do to celebrate how did you mark it what was on the pancake okay so Adam is cutting his throat suggesting that I shouldn't have said that question we were about to find out why I, mean, I, I didn't eat pancakes I do like pancakes but I just I I went to gym and then I made chicken baguette. Listen to this. Yeah. He could have put I his mean, chicken in a pancake. He could have put his chicken in a pancake. The thing, about, the thing with pancake day is I, I can't have pancakes just for dinner because then I'll just be I'll be you hungry after. He doesn't fill you me up. Like, mate, you get so much stuff on like pancake it. day. You blow. Yeah, but you and it's just a long process actually making them. I'm, I'm quite mean, lazy. I'm quite lazy to make pancakes. Yeah, but putting chicken in the oven is way quicker. Do Americans do pancake day? Probably, they love that shit. 
I don't, I don't think they, they do. do it. They, they, like, they get, get it. the wrong type of pancake. They get the short, fat, stubby one. I like, I like that. The little, the small, thick ones are the ones I like. That's the American I can't make those. So I like the flat ones. Like, this is why the he doesn't celebrate like we do. No, no. Yeah. It never goes well. The old smoke and a pancake. What did yeah. you have, Adam, on the pancake? I had one with bacon and cheese. Yeah. And a little bit of cheese. honey because I didn't have any syrup. You're sick with this savoury shit on your pizza. And I had one with Nutella and milky, milky bar buttons. I had two of them, actually. That's nice. Because I ran out of Biscoff. I thought I had more Biscoff than I did. I had the old favourite lemon sugar. You can't go wrong. If you're a what pancake else? lover, you know it's the one. But I also had a little bit of Mars drizzle and tiny marshmallows on my middle pancake because I had three and that was I my middle. That's my treat pancake. Someone's doing well. Yeah. Added honey instead of making <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. marshmallows. And it was really this nice. This podcast is paying me well. I didn't think honey <laughs> would go with the cheese, but it worked very well. I still don't think it goes well. I don't know how that... Cheese and honey on the pancakes? Yeah. Not on the pancake. Oh, honey and cheese is a nice little... Really? Delicious. With a bit of bacon side. in it. Yeah. I'm just not as experimental with my food, clearly. <laughs> That's on me. And from one flat circle to another, we're having pizza tonight. So we, by the time we come back, we'll be stuffed with pizza. We're going to be filled with We'd have been opinions. bored of the film. It's going to be... Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem like we are going to be bored. It'll be the film. longest 86 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but it could it, hopefully be fun. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, we better not waste another minute. You got anything to say before we cut? No. We'll hear more from us on the other side. Find out. Yeah. Find out Welcome to the guess. podcast, Dan. Feels good. Feels good. See you on the other side, listeners. Hey, man. You got to have some salts on your burrito. What you want? Mild or hot? <laughs> Mild, please. There you go. Muchas gracias. It's not bad. It's a little too mild for me. How about something a little more macho? So just to set the scene for people. We are <coughs> we are 39 minutes and nine seconds into the film. Crucial part. Um, we stopped because we thought we'd give our half opinions on what so far has been a masterpiece of cinema. Yes. <laughs> so Dan, what, what, as, as you brought this to us, how are you feeling about the first 40 minutes of Blind Fury? Yeah, I mean, I'm... I think it's it's the it's, it's not what, as bad as like it could be. Like it's it's not terrible. I don't think it's terrible. It's got decent acting. It's I tell you what, yeah, the acting it looks quite hasn't nice. Been... It's not like it's load of like shit actors that can't do their job. Like yeah. there's just a thing with like the, the continuity. That's the big yeah, problem. Then, but you know that's what you're gonna get. It's part of the fun. Like a lot of it does not make sense. Now, do you think this is a, meant to be? Because okay, there's 45 minutes left of the runtime, mm. so I feel like we're building up to some samurai shit. I hope so. Because it's not really he, he's carrying the samurai sword. He's not, he's not really fucking using <laughs> the only it. Anything he's used is cut some cord. It's basically a walking stick up to this point. So in the film, if you don't know what when thirty nine minutes into the film is, he has just escaped from the cornfield. They're back together, <laughs> yeah. and he's told him he'll be at his dad's by tomorrow. And he goes, "Why does my dad want me?" Adam, why don't you do a rubbish plot summary for the first 40 minutes for um, those who haven't watched the film, which I can imagine is most of I'll do a plot summary because I don't point. think there's been much of a plot. Yeah. That's been explained to you. They've, there is a plot, but it's not been explained. This guy is blind, and he got blinded in Vietnam with one of his colleagues, 
and his colleague is now in God, trouble for... He's not like an IT. His army friend <laughs> is now in trouble in um, Reno, Nevada. Reno. Is it, uh, Reno? Is it how you say it? <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. <laughs> Reno. Reno. Reno, Nevada. Sorry. Sorry. Mate, slow down. Nevada. This is your job. It's your side job doing this podcast, isn't it? Um, this is why I'm on it. Can't just make mistakes. Um, yeah. And he has gone to rescue his son, who was with his ex-wife, who's dead, because she got shot with a shotgun, who had the weirdest eyes in the world. <laughs> and he's now travelling across from Florida, Florida, fuck <laughs> me, to Nevada to go meet his dad. I thought the alcohol would make you more coherent. Like nah. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten the Domino's that's making me sluggish oh, that's it that's it so I just said to we're going to do some predictions of what we think is going to happen oh. I just said this actor and the actors the child actor look the same and mm. that they could be it could actually be his son and that's why he's protecting him and he fucks his wife to get back at him and then he's going to be like haha this son's actually mine fucks his wife to get back at him well we think that he's his army <laughs> colleague is the one who made him blind not the actual Vietnamese con well that is true yeah yeah yeah. Adam made two very good points which if they have come to fruition then they're the best points he ever made one was that he was the dad but what was the other thing you said and I said oh "Oh, in the corn in the cornfield he slashed this guy in the chest and the guy then fell unconscious and woke back up again like he'd been hit on the head not (laughs) sliced in the chest (laughs) true (laughs) but he wasn't even really sliced in his chest his face was slightly gashed and his shirt was cut open. He wasn't yeah. fucking sliced in the chest in any significant no. way. But everyone is giving it 100%. They're they all going for it. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. A lot of effort's going into it. I mean, it's, it's not... It's not. I've seen a lot worse than this. It's like, not a B-movie. a similar budget. It's not. It's, it's spent his money on screen. Yeah. What, how the fuck has Rutger Howard Oak gone from Blade Runner to pre-Hitchhiker? No, Hitchhiker was 86, I think. So he's had two big hits in the 80s, and then he's done yeah, this. Mate. That's a pretty cool This, this was like seven years after Blade Runner, so maybe he was dipping a little bit, but... Did he ever rise again? What what did he do in the 90s that was big? Or in the noughties? Mm. Well, all I can think of was Home of a Shotgun, but that was not big by any means. It's a good film, but yeah, it, it wasn't very big, obviously. And as someone who's a big fan of samurai films, <laughs> nah, I'm just compare this to like a Where does this fan? rank so far? Seven Samurai or this? Oh, mate, I can't decide between those two, can I? <laughs> uh, yeah, wait, the fact he hasn't even used I mean, he's used it to cut a mango open in the first five minutes. He yeah. cut through the I respect that. And he cut a shotgun in half. What did he do? Did he, he cut something in half in that house. He cut someone's uh, wa- fake walking stick. Two, the, the two, the oh, other the guy baton. had a fake walking stick. It was a baton, yes. Uh, I mean, I'm, it's building up. I'm sure he's going to go on an absolute rampage. You better do. Do you he's again? He's got a fury. Fury's in the title. He's shown no fury so far. No, he's smiling he's, a fucking lot, man. Yeah. He's too happy with He's about lot. to get the best revenge of his life by telling his best friend that his son's actually his his whole life. That's true. Is, is that what you think is going to happen, Adam? Is that what you think? He's like, I'm blind. I couldn't look after him. I'm blind. <laughs> what, hey, he can go kill people. He'll be fine looking after I've just kid. noticed you've got a new earring. Earring. A piercing for listeners. It's piercing. I don't wear earrings, but yes. <laughs> you do. Matt Black. <laughs> yeah, is it? No, this is, this is actually steely blue. Okay. My question about samurais is, I, this is could be naivety, because you know, do they teach no, the way of the samurai in Vietnam? Yeah, that, that whole thing as well. I, I don't know where that, that's... Also... I feel like there's maybe a little bit of racism now, I don't know, like casual 80s racism. I feel I'm like that. I'm pretty is. sure it's... Also, more of a factor that the Vietnamese have 
caught an American soldier and instead of killing him, they <laughs> made him into <laughs> a, a trained samurai. To be fair, though, yeah. if we get historic, it could be the other side of Vietnam, the good side. What's the well, good not, not a good Vietnam? side. I swear, well, yeah. Well, there's this Vietnam is South I Vietnam. swear that, yeah, there was North ones, Vietnam, ones that were with Americans and the ones that weren't. I never knew this. Like Viet Cong. Well, they were never really with them. They kind of, America, they were the communist side. The communist side was the South, I think. Yeah, yeah. And America came into the North and tried pushing down. But I think, I think the people who wanted, they just let North versus South. But really, I don't think the film gives a shit about that. No, it does not. Hey, but listen, if it's done nothing else, you've just taught me a lesson about... Watch Ken Burns' documentary on Vietnam. Fuck, that's that's very good. You want to learn about Vietnam. What do you think about all the blue fucking eyes in this thing? They're not. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, Meg Foster. That, those, those are her real eyes. I'm pretty sure. She yeah, has Meg the same eyes in They Live. That's all I can say. Dan was super. Okay, she was in They Live. Yeah, she's the main one that, that fucks him over. Spoiler: oh, If you haven't seen They Live, yeah. by the way, great film. We did a podcast on that. So you should <clears> have we done a podcast it. on that. That's her second appearance oh, on right. the uh, Filmbusters podcast. There uh, you go. It was Paul. one of the very first films we did when we started picking films. Wasn't I it? hope you all yeah, gave it, it a lovely review. Paul picked it. Paul loved it. it. We were good. And give it. Me and Paul were a similar vibe of films. I think you are. You still lend it down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what about the red hat? I feel like I've seen that red hat on Rocker Howell before. Some, it's on the scarecrow, but it's not it's on here. It's a hat, isn't it? He was using it's a maga hat. He was, holding, he was holding up the scarecrow for him to shoot it. It has new connotations now. I fucking don't want him to do well in this film because of that red hat. <laughs> I think you've just put your finger on the pulse there. I don't realise why I didn't want... I wasn't rooting for him, man. That's foreshadowing. Mm. Yeah, this film so far has been... The main one of the main baddies is called Slag. I think that kind of yeah yeah the bad guy called Slag. <laughs> it's we're, just it's there. We're watching it on YouTube, so we're playing it with subtitles. And uh, I'll put on subtitles just so we can read it if we, we talk were over it. We're Slag super early, and also for listeners who do manage to watch this, let us fucking know: Are you watching this shit? And it feels too smooth. Because if it feels too smooth, <laughs> then okay, that's how it was presented. But I feel like Adam, because we were at Adam's house here, I feel like he's got motion smoothing on his fucking telly and I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> and if you tell me that it's not smooth, then I'll oh. find a way of fixing it for this motherfucker. It's tarnishing the experience, it really is. Oh, my Twitter's been a bit annoying me because a movie drone mentioned to me last week and now it's going to be people telling me that my TV's got motion smoothness on. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'll do, <laughs> listeners, for those of you who care to notice, I'm going to film a quick 10-second segment <laughs> at some point in the second half. I'll share it with you. You tell me if motion smoothing is on or not. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. we'll that's where we got to in this film. That's where we <laughs> got to. <laughs> halfway through it. So we'll return seen... to the second half of the film. Predictions outside of that, Dan, prediction for the final 40, 45 minutes. Oh, Chucky. man. I don't, I don't even know what I can predict, to be honest. Uh, well, they're obviously going to end up as a father-son figure at the end, aren't they? And oh, he, he's also, they were given a thing about he can't cry. He, his brain doesn't let him cry because <laughs> of the war, which makes he's no gonna be like the end of So he's obviously going to cry at yeah. the end. Did this come out before Terminator 2? Terminator 2? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come out before Terminator 2? Oh, that, that, <laughs> who's going to do it better? Terminator 2? Or <laughs> I think you I just nailed it. I was seeing like Terminator like, comparisons, even though it was out before it. <laughs> no, Maybe Terminator it is. fucking one. nailed it. When you said it was a kid travelling with a... Well, the first one. The first one came out, didn't it? 84. Do you reckon he made this film when he rang up Ridley Scott? Did Ridley Scott make the first Terminator? Oh, so, James yeah, Cameron. James Cameron, yeah. James Cameron. Cameron. Who, they made them both. Did James Cameron make him both? James Cameron did them both, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought well, they knew each other from Alien, so maybe they rang him up and he rang up James Cameron. Cameron, Cameron did them aliens. Huh? But you know, yeah. what you've said is fucking true. That is exactly what's going to happen. I'll bet my life oh, on the fact they're, that they're he will because like he thinks that kid is going to die, but mm. the kid lives. Yeah. The that's what he's been looking for this whole time. 
But no one, no one made like he's not going to die. The kid's not going to die because it's too safe. Even though it's a little bit. It, Slag's just come back from consciousness. How's Slag going to die? That's, that's I don't want Slag to die. He's got too much. He's going to get cut. His off. name is too strong. You can't have him die. I well, Slag's going to become. I think it. Samurai through the lower jaw. Do you reckon he got the budget is, for that? They're not going to show that. We're recording this on the twenty second of February, which is Hot Fuzz Day as well. What's Hot Fuzz? Day? Oh yeah, because he says in the film, "When's your birthday?" Oh yeah, he said twenty second of February. And what does that mean? What year? Every year. It's today's the twenty second of February. All right. Who's who? Nick. We know when he goes. Remember, he goes around the police, the pub at the beginning. Yeah. And he's IDing everybody. Oh yeah, the little ginger. Kid. The little yeah, ginger, the ginger said, "When's your birthday?" Because today is Hot Fuzz Day. <laughs> yeah. You can say ginger. I think. I think that's allowed. Anyway, We're recording I mean, it with ginger. I was gonna say I'm on the podcast. If, I, people oh, yeah, aren't gonna know you that. He's wearing a hat. Yeah, that's well, I never think of you in that way. Oh mate, <laughs> you, you you're me. more than just a ginger. Yeah, I am. Um, surface uh, level shit. It's because it's, it's not even short. No, I would say that's dirty blonde. I wouldn't call that ginger. Yeah, that's, that's like, I haven't got like the freckles. It used to be. To I'm not like a cliche ginger. That's what I'm saying. Although you do. Well, now that you that, those glasses that you wear yeah, are the kind of glasses you would give a ginger character in the mid to late, <laughs> mid to late 80s. <laughs> You would see that on a ginger actor in Ghost. You know, if you were watching Ghost, you would expect a ginger character to wear those glasses. In the film, in the film Ghost. Yeah, yeah, the film Ghost. <laughs> I mean, is there like loads of ginger? I don't, I don't think yeah. I've seen Ghost. But is there loads of ginger kids in there? There may be one. <laughs> but he has these glasses on. These exact ones. Uh, I'll try. Uh, anyway, but I'm glad I didn't offend you with that comment, and we're going <laughs> to carry on with Blind Fury here, and we'll come back and let you know our final thoughts. And uh, our final scores, because it could be the best film we've ever done on this podcast. Could be. It's got to get a full set of tens for that. See you at the end. And from Paul. (laughs) And from Paul. Just add his in there. See you at the end. So hang on, wait, before you say anything, Dan, this is normally the point in a normal podcast, what we would do, mm. we've all seen the film, we come to it fresh, no one knows where anyone stands on it, so we give <laughs> each of us 60 seconds uninterrupted to give their thoughts on a film, I think you should go first, 60 seconds uninterrupted. It have to be 60 seconds. I'm very tired. <laughs> do your best. I'll try do my best. Just like a little first opinions. Uh, Adam, Adam's not allowed to say anything. We're not allowed to say at school. No, no school. school. Just like, what we thought on it. I enjoyed yeah. this part, I didn't like that part. Okay, alright, um, yeah, I mean, as a whole, I don't think, I think it was an alright film, to be fair. I liked, the main bit I liked was at the end when he had his little duel with the, uh, the, little, the Japanese assassin guy. Because that was like, that was the, probably the most legit thing in the film. <laughs> <laughs> apart, legit, from the, yeah. apart from the hot tub bit, that was, that was a lot of bollocks, but. And that, was um, that was good though. But yeah, and then Slag came, <laughs> Slag came back to uh, cause some damage, which was good. Um... But nah, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was a fairly decent film. Yeah, I would change probably quite a lot about it. 
<laughs> it was still it's what I expected it was it's why I picked it because I knew it was going to be a, it's a silly fun film and it did deliver that it's yeah yeah plus I'm, I'm glad he did cry at the end so that was beautiful yeah you oh that shit if I he missed didn't, it if he, he did cry at the end he didn't mean we would tell you how far away his yeah, tear was his tear was on the side of his head coming out of his ear not I didn't under his eye I thought it was sweat rather than the tear it might as well be fuck me but yeah Adam yeah so I mean it, it, it lived up to it and all I can say about the film is there's no other way I'd rather watch this film oh yeah I think that's the you've got to watch this film yeah like it. with some mates you can take the piss out of it a little bit and looking back on it I mean it's not there's not it's not terrible all across the board it wasn't like oh shit this film is dragging on it it moved at a pretty decent pace enough for you to get along with it and there was somewhat of a plot like there was enough for you to be kind of invested mm. and I think there was stupid shit in it but not proper stupid shit yeah and yeah I just feel like there could have been a, the action scenes when they happened they could have put a little bit more into it I think that's where it's slacking at least put some fake blood in it it was very it? PG sure. wasn't it but yeah I mean yeah it wasn't I, an 18 yeah. I agree that the, the most disheartening thing is we're looking there it's an 18 rated film and it felt like a Nickelodeon film I said it to you guys a couple of times when he's driving the, the car <laughs> Yeah, just a lot of stuff felt like, yeah, oh, this is, I'm watching Keenan and Kel or Sister Sister here. Like, what we're seeing is if Keenan and Kel went fucking samurai for 20 minutes, we needed a little bit more grittiness, we needed a little bit more blood, a little more stakes. I would have loved to have seen him attacking those people and slicing some craniums off the top of Yeah, craniums. like a little bit like that. Oh, I think, yeah. yeah. I'd like to see a little Kill Bill. Slice. Even if there was a, even if there was like, even if it was a shit prosthetic that they cut in half. Yeah. I think they needed something. A little bit more bloody and a little bit more. Well, the moment they had, they just, they just dimmed the lights down. Got yeah. The, got the double in. Got him yeah. doing his little acrobatics. But then just, it still was no, like, no violence at all. It was just little, little slices and that was it. No violence at all. But you know what? Here's something to be said about this. This was made in 89, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you think, it's like... There as well. Okay, yeah. So, verified. There's different ways, like, ultimately, what we're saying here is the reason I think we all kind of enjoyed it in a weird way because we were watching it together. Yeah. Like you said, if you were watching this by yourself, just as a sort of, oh, let's see Rock Howe's film or something, you go, oh, this is shit. Yeah, yeah. Do you think when a director makes a film like that or any company production house or something they're like we are making this for a cinematic audience we're, we're looking for friends groups that are going together to enjoy this and that is what's going to make it enjoyable because we're going to sell four or five fucking tickets at a time people are going to go they're going to have a good time they know it's a piece of shit but they'll come out of it they'll talk about it they'll have a few beers and they'll have a laugh about it mm. Mm. I mean for this I don't know I, I, I doubt I wouldn't be surprised if it's straight to video like yeah, straight to video I would put a lot of money in this yeah it's surely straight what to do you reckon the box office of Blind Fury was that's zero. Was there a box office? Let's find out. Let's find out. Yeah, I mean, I, I say, I'd say it'd be straight to video, but um, but no, it's it's just one of those like, yeah, it's just the, the year, the decade of eighties. It does. Get those it, stupid it, it knows what it is. Yeah, it's I don't no, think they were making it for it to be like a monumental picture. Do you know what I mean? Well, see, in terms of samurai films, like, would you like? Would you say you're a fan of samurai films? Yeah. Bro, yeah. do you know how much they spent on this film? Oh, Come on, what was, what was it? Ten million. Oh, fuck off! No. They spent ten million on that. That was Rugger Hauer. Nine point nine million. Yeah. Rugger <laughs> And like, apparently, he did a worldwide gross of two point six. <laughs> so that could be worse and we just had another three pound forty nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> an estimated. They recouped a little bit of their losses just tonight. How the fuck are you spending ten million on that? Where did that go? <laughs> a 
That's a good question. <laughs> the drugs. Someone slags wages. <laughs> it must have gone on Rock Gower's budget. It must have, because there was nothing in there. We kept we were joking about it, but where the fuck's the budget gone on that? There was no great set piece. No, no, not too sure. But I mean, it, it was. It looks quite good in the screen. Like, it, I'm not going to say it was shot nicely, but it it wasn't shot. They wanted badly. to make they wanted to make a sequel to this film, but the box office didn't do well enough, so they didn't do it. Get Blind the fury. Yeah. <laughs> too blind, too furious. Um, in the pantheon of samurai films, like what makes a good samurai film, in your opinion? Oh man, now you're asking. Um, I mean, it not not all. The thing is, not all like samurai films have like gratuitous violence and that sort of thing. There's only like selected ones that do. So I'm not gonna. I mean, I for this sort of film, I would want that. Because it's like a schlocky yeah. 80s film. It's like you go into it wanting a bit of fun. It's a remake, like man. That. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what I was thinking. He's the Blind Swordsman. It's like a Japanese series. It's literally the same plot as that, but yeah. I don't know, it's a straight remake to be fair. It's a straight remake of a Japanese Well, there, there, film. there's a, it's Zawichi, the Blind Swordsman. It's like, there's loads of films. It's got 7.5 on IMDb as well, so that's. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who's that actor? They did it. Well, the, the remake did it with. Um, uh, fucking hell, I can't remember his name. For That's not our man from. Uh, it's from Sonatine and. Oh, yeah. Uh, Beat Katana. Takashi. Takashi, Takashi, yeah. Takashi, Takashi Katana. Katana. He's, yeah. He's plays that in the film. But, um, but, yeah. You also might like. <laughs> Halloween Prodigal Son. What the fuck? <laughs> what is that? Is, how's that connecting to it? I don't know, man. <laughs> but what, when I was watching that I was thinking around about that time is when we were getting Sonatine Sonatine came out a year or two after it's funny you should mention mm. it. it came out a year or two after that and that was at the back end of him doing uh, Violent Cop and Boiling Point right? yeah yeah late 80s shit mm. so that Blind Fury that is the American sort of taking something that was popular in well you say you say that there's there's a series called Lone Wolf and the Cub there's about six films like a it's a samurai series that's like the start of the 80s to like late 80s I think it was so that is pretty much that and it's about a samurai and he has his son with him and he, he just travels through Japan right taking people out because they killed his wife that sort of thing so it's a similar thing to that which maybe is what they got the idea from but mm. but yeah it's not, it's not on the same level as that because that's a very good series but yeah what do you like thematically about a samurai film I'm putting you on the spot now. you are putting me on the spot anyway. so <laughs> is it is it the action set pieces with a samurai film or is yeah. it the themes well, yeah, they, they, it's, yeah, the action set piece is usually very good, but it's like, it's not like just running each other straight away. There's like a routine or something they do. Like it's like a, it's it's like a, a, a long sequence basically, like a samurai fight in a film usually. Yeah. Like it's not up. it's not over in like a minute. Usually, yeah, it builds up and it's it's a patient sort of thing. But um, yeah. What's the uh, ultimate samurai film in your opinion? In my opinion, well, I'm, I'd say Harakiri. To be fair. Yeah. Have you seen this? No. I think Harry Geary is... I'll put it on podcast now. I'd say it's probably the best film ever made. Who is that? Curacao? Uh, no. It's... Um, oh, you put me on the spot now, man. Uh, showing him up. Showing you him up. You are showing up. Because my mind's gone blank. I'm on, a, I'm on a fucking podcast. My mind's gone blank, man. You? you. What's your samurai film? Kill Bill? Uh, yeah. Kobayashi. That's it. Kobayashi. Kill Bill was okay. It, it, no, we're not going to get into Kill Bill because... Kobayashi. What? Kevin Smith? He, like he, he loves Kill Bill. And you know that you are a fan of Kill Bill. It's interesting, okay, because I think like, it's hard to talk too much about Blind Fury, so we may as well talk in the round about <laughs> other films now. <laughs> as, yeah, when I watch Kill Bill, without much context of samurai films, I thought this is, it feels like an imitation piece of shit that is not doing 
what it's honouring as well as what it's honouring. And that's without having seen a lot of those films. Mm. It felt like a fanboy doing it and it feeling disingenuous because it's like, but it's not, that's not what you... Yeah, I mean, really. he, he, I mean, I'd say it's more like a margin, but like he, because he, he tries to incorporate like samurai films and like kung fu films at the same time in Kill Bill. Yeah. I'd say like the second volume two is probably more kung fu, but yeah. I, I feel, I mean, in my opinion, I feel like he respects it because he, he cares about it if we're talking about yeah. Tarantino and Kill Bill, but um, yeah, he respects it more than this. Like this film, for example, like it's, yeah, it's so no it's completely it. wrong. Like there's all the, no, all the look, stuff. Look, look at the names involved. We're looking at the names on the screen now. Weasel Forshaw played popcorn. The cunt who died in the, in the cornfield. The eating popcorn. <laughs> it was called Weasel. I know. Too Weasel Forshaw. <laughs> look at it. It was a family affair. Female biker C.K. McFarland. Cornfield killer T.J. McFarland. It was a family affair over here. Snow, Timothy, Roy Morgan. There are no Japanese names. There are no Asian names in this credit list. If we kept that credit list, I mean, we are quite running, far into the credit list. I'm pretty sure if we reversed it, apart from our man, bus station Matt cop. Ian, I don't think you, when you get to the was, level of the credits, you've gone to a, you've gone to a there level. There was work. one Asian <laughs> actor in this fucking film, and he died in a hot tub because a fucking hot lamp fell into the hot tub. That yeah, tells like, you all. He could have died by the sword. They're having a, little, they're having a sword yeah. fight, but he just dies on an electrocuted hot tub. Which exactly. He's probably pissed off about that. He would be, yeah. You want to you die under the blade? Live by the sword, die by the sword. Yeah, come on. He should have died by the sword, is what I would say. It's not a very honourable death, is it? It's not in a hot tub. What do we think of um, Slag's death? Because that was pretty mm. funny. I thought that, was, I thought that was pretty good. It was funny. Getting chopped in half is quite nice. It was a Hans Gruber type death. In it was way. Darth yeah. Maul when he gets sliced in half in... Mm. Of, course, of course you went with Darth Maul yeah. there is a lot of references to films that feel what was the film we kept talking about when this was playing we Terminator Terminator, oh, Terminator yeah. <laughs> ridiculous amount of Terminator references yeah, to be fair. Yeah. there was Scorsese and Goodfellas when they're going back down the bus that, that was a stretch though that was giving them a bit too much credit but hey this came before all of that shit it came before Terminator <laughs> yeah. 2 Goodfellas without this fucking That's film those films don't exist Sling Blade Sling Blade fuck there we go I, I want to talk about the fact that Roger Hauer was uncomfortably uh, sexual. Uh, he's questionable. Sexual with this young boy. Yeah, he had fun with the filming for sure. We're yeah, looking at it in a 21st century lens, but it was it made me uncomfortable. I thought we could still open a case on him, even though he's dead. <laughs> we could get a case <laughs> on him. That's why the kid never acted again. <laughs> Do you not, uh, listeners? We haven't checked this yet, or maybe Dan checked it when I said it. I feel like the kid in this was the kid who grew up to be Zach in Saved by the Bell. Oh yeah, no, I can confirm he's not. What, when was Saved by the Bell? Nah. Saved by the Bell was like early 2000s, was like late 90s. No, Saved by the Bell was when I was <coughs> seven or eight. So when you were a fetus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're 42. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, when, so when was that then? So what the bell was like late nineties, nineties, mid. So that's six years after this film. That kid's about eight. He's not going to be like. 50. No, no, he would have been because Zach was a teenager. In Saint yeah, Bible. nah. But this kid didn't really do much. He he did uh, Black Cauldron. That's did did he much. did he did he raise any uh, complaints against? <laughs> that's look into that one. I was looking. I think he got some hush money. I was looking. I was looking for. That's where the ten million went. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's the budget. That's perfect. <laughs> Um, I was just looking through the director and what he's done and it said Gone Baby Gone and I was like he did not do that it's a TV movie of Gone Baby oh, Gone oh, the director of this has done Patriot Games and Salt the Angelina Jolie one really? yeah Bone is Collector. Patriot Games the Mark Wahlberg film? no Harrison Fulman alright oh, okay I think there's like three of them or two what's the highest credibility this film has in terms of connections it's a Rutger Hauer it's without Rutger Hauer yeah this film is nothing and the guy yeah. from Face Off Rutger Hauer Rutger and, and the guy from Meg Foster as well I put it but that's about it 
Um, the guy who uh, Nick Casavetes, who's obviously in Face Off, yes, looking very young here. And I've got to say, listeners, for those of you who've watched the film, when Nick Casavetes turns up, he is hot as fuck. That is a uh, <laughs> Halloween costume that needs to happen. <laughs> black sleeveless vest, black cowboy hat. He rocks it. But he's in Face Off as a very bald man, which is not a good look. But he's in Life, which is one of my favourite movies of all time. Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence comedy film. Oh, yeah, we got a prison. Yeah. He's a prison warden. Slack oh, is one of, okay. is one of your favourite films of all time. He's in fucking Ace Ventura, a better detective. He's in the first one. He's in the first second, one. The second one is the one. Is oh, it? yeah. Do you know who he is in the second one? Do you know who Slag is in that film? Nah, nah not the first one, nah, nah. Who's <laughs> he in Ace Ventura? He just, I just saw his Ace He's in another Jim Carrey film as well. Oh, Liar Liar. See, that's, that's good as well. <laughs> That's about. I think that he peaks in that film. Then. He, definitely <laughs> yeah. didn't, he definitely didn't peak in them two Jim Carrey. Slag is his claim to fame. Liar is a great Jim Carrey film. Liar is good. Yeah, it's, yeah. Good but I would say a film like that, if it came out, think about it. In '89, you'd if you're watching that, if you're if you're Joe Public at that point, and a film like that comes out, I don't think you look at it the same way we do now, where we sort of like tongue in cheek, make a few comments about it, we take the piss. I think you watch that and you half are meant to enjoy it. And half of you is meant to be as lava long. I think you meant to I think the thing is nowadays low budget films do have a little bit more because any dick with a computer can yeah. make a bit of CGI onto it. But when they did it then it, it was, was like, considered like, oh this is all we were, you weren't looking at all shit that needed the blood. But yeah. you compare it to films we've done at the time, or compare it to shit films that we've done across it, where I kill your pizza and beer films for mates yeah. make the the Meg, Tomb Raider, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. I would say it, this is better than the Meg. That. It's better than the Meg, yeah, of course. Better than Tomb Raider. Better than Tomb Raider. Hard ticket to Hawaii. Hard ticket to Hawaii. The only film I think it kind of (laughs) it feels it falls down against is Velocipasta. 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 Yeah, Velocipasta. Velocipasta. Yeah, the Velociraptor. I didn't. I didn't love that that much. I don't know why. Even when it's 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 special effects. Our man wants us to to be involved in the sequel when he comes along. Oh yeah, you've you've tried to fund it, haven't you? (laughs) We're gonna gonna make it happen, man. We're gonna be in that fucking sequel. (laughs) Just us doing a podcast, we just get eaten by the raptor. Hey, we'll be the characters in it. We'll be talking about the original Velocipasta, and they'll include us in the sequel. Missing that shit dinosaur film. I know. You mean Jurassic Park three? No, the one with the. I think they um I, I don't think they went for like a serious tone. I think they knew they wanted to make like I feel a like silly you film. Know, like, someone's called Slag and the way he dies. You know, and like, as soon as someone dies, they'll yeah. say the And you're holding up a scarecrow and it's getting shot by a shotgun and you're holding it there. It is. But these yeah. are memorable mo- these are memorable moments that, and it becomes more memorable because of how we were watching it. So, oh yeah. yeah, it's definitely a film I would you disregard if you'd watched it in any yeah, other capacities. Yeah. I feel I don't know about you, Adam. When I was watching this, I felt because we were in the company of someone who watches these elevated samurai films, I almost felt like he was the fucking authority on this. <laughs> if he said it's okay, I'm yeah. okay. Well, looking at him like a You're not saying the N-word. Normally, I feel like the snob, but I feel like I wasn't the snob today. No, nah, like I mean, like, I'm, no, I'm not I kept, I kept looking like, out of the corner of my eye to see his reaction. As soon as, soon as I know a film is from the 80s, I'm like, all right, I'm in. Like, music, it can be stupid as fuck, I do not care. I'll, I'll love it. But. If, you, if you were to recommend a better version of that particular film what would it be a version of Blind Fury I mean I would say uh, Zawichi the Blind Swordsman or the original yeah Zawichi or Lone Wolf from the Cub is similar but yeah similar I mean he's not blind in that but he's a samurai with a little kid with him walking around doing bits yeah so yeah but I mean there's not really many films like that what have you seen I haven't seen it 
beats Akashi again, uh, fireworks, I think. With I've not seen it, nah. Hannah Byte, nah, okay. I've not seen it. It's, it's been my list for ages, but nah. I'm it's not on movie. It it's on movie. That's what I want to say. We'll get on that very soon. Oh, I, I feel like before we go on to what Paul thought about it, because I know that he has sent his comments. Oh, yes. Do you know that? Have you read what Paul said? Nah, it's scroll past. I didn't want to read it. I said to him, I'll read it out here. Before he sent his comments, I don't know, without coming across as offensive listeners, because I don't mean it in this way at all, but my understanding of Asian cinema, I'm trying to branch out. Hmm. But I don't know how to compartmentalise it. I don't know how to easily say, okay, this is Korean cinema, Japanese cinema, Chinese cinema. I, I, I'm going right. into those fields, but I don't know how to easily put my finger on it and say, well, this is what sets apart Japanese cinema from Korean cinema, Japanese cinema. Right, okay. How would you, as our resident expert on Asian <laughs> cinema, define that? That's a big statement. Resident expert. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, Japanese cinema, like, the, the, the films I like, you've got samurai films, you've got Yakuza films, like, the big Takashi films. Um, big Takashi is a Yakuza film, for the most part. Until he, he, yeah, he, he does a lot of Yakuza films, yeah. 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 Um, do you like Big Takashi, by the way? I do. Yeah, These I do fuckers like couldn't stand Sonic Team when I brought it up. That's the, the thing. I mean, I, I, I didn't love it. I just didn't love I, it. When I first watched it, I didn't like that. was my first film of his that I watched. best. Uh, <laughs> you reckon? You oh, fucking love Sonic Team was amazing. Oh, no, no, Out, Outrage is Outrage is the one. I watched Boiling Point and Violent Cop, and Sonic Team was the Boiling Point is very good. Boiling Point is very good. Yeah, very offensive, but very good. Well, no, yeah, I'm. But Beat Takashi is Japanese. He's, ja- he's Japanese, uh, yeah. He, he does like so. It's like their version of a crime. It's like Scorsese's films, mafia films. Mm. Just the Japanese version would be Yakuza films, wouldn't it? And it's not always like swinging samurai swords around and that sort of thing. It's like just normal mafiosa films, but Japanese. But well, we're so state. fucking exposed to loads of American shit. So it, you, like you say, yeah, okay, Scorsese, mafia man. Yeah, but, you, but we're not exposed to like Asian cinema. In the nah, same way, but you, so. you get like with like the comic, you get like his swag is weird. You get, like Wuxia, I think it's pronounced. It's like Chinese mm. or like Taiwan, um, like swordplay in the films. But then obviously samurai be Japanese and that sort of thing. But um, so I don't know. I don't know if there's any clear cut like difference. But yeah, you, you'd sort of know. You'd follow the certain filmmakers that do that and do that. I feel like Korean is probably the biggest cinema out of all of them, though, isn't it? Biggest. Mm, I feel like I've seen more Korean films than Japan or. I'd say Japan probably produced the most out of all compared to yeah. Definitely went to Korea, but maybe nowadays I think Korean's taken off since. um, Kurosawa has a lot of clout, which is why it does. Kobayashi as well, like Kurosawa and Kobayashi, like the two main like because Kobayashi did like the Human Condition trilogy, um, like Kaidan as well. Um, He's done loads of like very highly acclaimed films, and obviously. Mm. Uh, Harakiri too so yeah it's like those those are the two like main Japanese filmmakers that sort of bump the films up sort of mm-hmm. what's our top three Asian films that Asian cinema films that we must see that we haven't seen then? top three Asian films oh, I do have a list I don't want to mess this up because I'm on, I'm on file here. come with a list this is my, my rep going down here really right. involve a list. so number one straight on. of course I do it's in the letterbox no number three you've got to build up to number one I'll build up for number three oh shit I mean is this is this my top three or yeah, like yours, what I think? Yours, what no, I think? Your, your films your, are all about opinion. Your opinion, man. Oh mate. Okay. If it's my Adam's top three, Kill Bill Volume Two, <laughs> Volume One. I don't love Kill Bill that much. Like you seven and an eight. Love it. You should. All right. Three. 
I'd say <laughs> if, Kill Bill, if Kill Bill's on this list nah 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 that's, delete Amer- that's American I can't do that um, now nah, this, this is my personal free fetish so cinema, seven, okay. seven Samurai would be number three I saw the devil you seen it yeah I've seen he loses all credibility with that <laughs> I, mean, I mean if you haven't seen it you should have seen it I've seen Seven Samurai yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't like I saw the devil I don't like that Oh man, it's, I can't okay. understand. Like, he also watched Decision to Leave the other day and said, "Why the hell did you like that film so much?" Are you serious? I didn't say <laughs> it about him. I didn't know that you no, liked it. So I gave it like an I eight out of ten, and he gave it a six or something. You didn't appreciate that. Like, you didn't appreciate the cinematography at all. Not the editing. That's as well. the only thing. That's the main thing I appreciate. Yeah. The cinematography was beautiful. And there's one of the shots in it where he shuts the door of a car and it focuses on the camera, and it's there's someone just she's just standing behind him. Oh, no, yeah, that was you may as well give me a story as well. It was too romantic, and I didn't believe that romance. Um, but yeah, so Seven Samurai Three, I saw the Devil number two because I just I fucking love that film. What's then, good? Okay, but I saw the Devil Park Chan Wook, right? Um, Park Chan, no, 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 not, not Park Chan Wook. Kim Kim Ji Woon. He did like uh, Bittersweet Violence and Good, the Bad, the Weirds. Two Tale of Two Sisters as well. Okay, he's done he's done really good films. I, I love him as a director. He's done really good films. Um, so where'd you go with number one, man? It's Kurosawa. It's number one. It's nah, no, no, no. He said it already. He already said it. He said it. What is your number one? Harakiri. Oh yeah. Easily, oh. easily. So you got no Kurosawa in your top three. Seven Samurai. Third. Okay. Right. I've not seen that film. You've not seen Seven Samurai. Oh, Have you, you seen need it? Yeah. to see Seven Samurai. I haven't seen any of these top three films. Well, um, I've, I've seen that. If I'm, if I'm doing, you thought that was okay. It was okay. What about the man who did? And this is, you probably never heard our episode. Again, a film that Paul and Adam hated. Oh, yeah. Uh, Iron Man. Tetsuo. Oh, Tetsuo. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, the first, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed the first one. I didn't one. hate it. I like, again, it gave it like a seven or something. You were, no. Nah, but he, he's, you he's done some... <laughs> you gave it a low. Tetsuo's done... It, he's done some good films, though. Like, yeah. He's done, like, it's hit or miss for me. Like, he's done a film... Wait, let me remember. The Killing. Um... Or just killing. It's like a. It's like it a, it's a samurai film. It's very good. Paul film. gave it a okay. two. Paul gave it a four. I gave it a seven. You gave it an eight. No, I love it. I think I gave it a nine. What did I give nine. it? I gave it a seven. Yeah. I think we had a fucking animal in here then. Just a, Julio <laughs> gave it. Also Julio like gave it a four. Yeah, Julio don't like surreal shit. Julio doesn't like anything. Tetsuo two, Body Hammer, and Tetsuo three. I've got it. I, I did for a while. Think you had Tetsuo two lined up for us tonight because it's short. Yeah, I life. mean, I've, I've seen it, but I don't really want to watch it again. The second <laughs> one, the second one was lost to me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. No, I've not ventured to the third one. I don't think. Well, but I respect it. I respect all it. All right. Should we hear what Paul says then? Let's hear what Paul says mm-hmm. because because yes. for listeners' sake, uh, he found out before us ahead of yeah. time. He should have sent us a voice note, in my opinion. And we should be able to insert the voice. That's today. actually a good point. Adam's very close to the fact right that Paul did not send this through. Okay, let me so Dan's mainly because I hate reading stuff out. Well, Dan's going to because you struggle with it, don't you? Yeah, I always stumble now you, over now words. You're testing me. Um, Adam's made me a massive gin and tonic list with the biggest snowball <laughs> ice cube in there that you could imagine. It just won't go. Yes, yes well, you it's have it, so it doesn't it directly. Pop it back in the freezer. Fine. Okay, I don't actually know what. Score he gave. Oh, it. wait, yeah, hang on. Before he gives it a score, Adam, don't look. Before he gives it a score, we have to give it a score. Are we in trouble? Okay. So we're not influenced by. Okay. So yes. we'll start with that. And then uh, Adam. Uh, score, score. Well, you can pick what order you want to hear our score. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can pick. You can pick the order. Okay, I'll, I'll say Adam first, then me, then I'll let Ben go last. Okay. I actually had a fun time watching this film. I would say the film is a 5 out of 10. 
But I think because we watched it together, I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. Oh, oh <laughs> I was going to wow. say, I had a good time, 5 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, good the time. film itself, the film, the film alone, is a 5. But I feel Tomb Raider, it was still just a shit film at the end of the day, whereas I think this so lent itself to... Tomb Raider like I am. Yeah, but I feel Tomb Raider lent... It was okay, but apart from the man tipping his hat... <laughs> There was a, the man's in a, a man tipping his hat in the film when we burst that laugh. Dan, you got to go back to the old school, man. <laughs> there was a man a, tipping his hat. One? There was a Chinese man tipping his hat in Tomb Raider. She, walk, he, <laughs> she walks down a pit and going, he just goes oh. this and he just tips his hat and then just, and that's it. He moves on. Fucking sounds amazing. I can't lie to you. Okay. I'll yeah, get on that, that reason. Yeah. Was it you next? No, nah, it was, was me, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm a similar thing. I would say like, it's a high six, low seven. So I say seven because I enjoyed, I enjoyed the viewing experience. It's good. Boys. I did have a lot of problems with it, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so, where do you actually stand then? So, you've just both gone seven on that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You don't want it to beat, it's fucking. You're going to try and make it beat like an Avengers film. And that, well, okay. Oh, he's got to change the score of a film as well, apparently. Have we got yeah, to he has. This he is why we need, oh, do yeah. this is so, we need uh, Paul here, because he remembers all of this <laughs> stuff. Just like you both said, yeah, uh, if I was watching that solo, I would rate it very harshly. But because What would you rate it if you watched it solo? I'd go five. Okay. I'd go five if we were going so. It's not like God awful, but while, it's not. While I was watching it, towards the end, I was like, well, I'm going to go six because that six is a kind of respectable kind of, kind of thing. But Good now level. that we're talking about it and now that you've planted the seed in my head about what might come above it, if I don't vote <laughs> it higher, I am definitely voting it seven also. So it's a standard. <laughs> you just wanted to knock some Avengers board. films down, don't it's you? It's a seven across the board from us here, but depending on what Paul says. Is he giving you a score? Change. On that? He has, yeah, yeah. He has. Of it's course, within, Paul's giving the power. No he, one knows he's the professional. score's better than Paul, so... Oh, wait, he's giving it... Oh, I'll, I'll just read it out, because, yeah, he's... Okay. Put it this way, the lowest seven is Halloween Kills, and 100% Halloween Kills is better for me. <laughs> Halloween, well, Kills, let's, let's, let's Halloween Kills is definitely better. You can say this is like a 10 out of 10. I'm going to not nine Halloween Kills, by the way. It's like a 9 out of 10 for me. I fucking love oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's a... F- I just loved it. Come Crazy. on, man. I was not expecting this. How did I not know you give Halloween Kills a 9 out of 10? Yeah, man. I watched it like, tw- I watched it like twice in the first day. That's your best film call. Yeah, you feel two films he's watched twice it's, in the first day. Pure... Halloween Kills and I'm, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hey, hey. Yeah. But it's just pure violence. That's up my stream, man. You give it too much credit that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I'll allow that as well. <laughs> I watched that too. That film's like cracked me. Like, I Do you think that that's his best? We're going off topic. Uh, we'll talk about this off. Uh, we talked about a lot of Tarantino films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Paul's review. Is this the origin of Blue Myth? It's not funny enough to be a comedy, not exciting enough with its action, and not dumb enough for my taste in dumb films. Yeah, I mean, he's got points across the board. He has, he's, he's on the nose there, yeah. The blue meth um, is a good point. We should have raised that. Yeah. It, rides <laughs> a very, <laughs> it rides a very odd tone and never really commits to a solid one. The action is pretty terrible from almost everyone. Oh, I disagree there. <laughs> I thought Slag was very good. The, the, acting is, the acting is pretty terrible from almost everyone, and I swear this guy is so skilled he can cut an insect in half, yet it's still clumsy as a motherfucker. This the film could have probably gotten a five out of ten, but due to it's he's going low, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going low. But due he's to its but due to its weird ass ending and some of the worst weird game I've ever seen, it's getting a four out of ten. Right, you, oh. you, the ending put it up for us, and it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that yeah, that's his review. That he, yeah. I did think the second half of the film was better than the first half. Because the first yeah, half was too yeah. like. I say there's more. There's more stuff going on in the second half. As yeah, it should be. But again, I think it comes back to if you're watching it. If he probably watched it on us, a plane. Yes. On the way out in his holiday. If he yeah, was watching it with yeah. us, he would give it a higher score. But because I don't know if he would give it a seven. Still, I think he'd have only gone up to a five. Or yeah, six. he would have. He would have. However, he does give Avengers quite high up there. So 
there's no accounting for taste. Mm. So let's see if we can beat Avengers. So that means <laughs> right. last week we had a bit of a warfare. Where what was the film we did last time? We did uh, oh, something. Streetcar Desire. Listeners, you're in, you are in. You are in. Yeah, sorry. You're in the rare situation right now where I get to follow up on someone's uh, score that I challenged in the previous episode, and it was last week we did Streetcar Named Desire, and. Everyone across the board rates it very, very highly. And I was speaking all the props to it. And then when we went on Letterboxd, we discovered that Adam's friend Dan gave it a 6 out of 10. And here he is. Tonight, on this podcast with us. He's got a problem here. I give it a 10 out of 10, Dan. You give it a 10 out of 10? He got very passionate. Did you actually? He got very... You might have to go back and listen. Also, I watched it like eight years ago. He, he, no, got, he got very passionate about this film. And then when we rated it on our system, it <laughs> fell just below Avengers Endgame. You. And he was annoyed that it fell below Avengers Endgame. And his mission for the year was to destroy Avengers Endgame so that it goes... I'm with that, yeah. So he's, if no one votes it down, at the end of the year, he's going to give Avengers Endgame a 1 out of 10 so that it drops it all the way down the pile. <laughs> Mate, Francis is going to be livid. <laughs> but do you actually think it's a 10 out of 10? I do, and I'll yeah. tell you what. He got, Fair enough. It was because of that Avengers Endgame that I rated it up to a 10. It was a 9. But <laughs> oh, okay. so it's not like a legit... It was like, no, no, but it's kind of legit. It is kind of legit. What would you rate it if there was no... It was a 9. Before I knew oh, the Avengers okay, thing, it was okay. a 9. But That's I was fine. on the board. And the only reason I was, and this is very boring, for all listeners, you heard this before, but in last week's episode, the whole thing was, back in the 50s, there was a production code which sort of like inhibited films from doing anything that was like sexually gratuitous, violence any yeah. sort of language yeah. but the play that it was based on was much more extreme right, okay. so it's like within the parameters that fucking Hollywood set at that point mm. that was the best they could do and considering Brando's performance and Vivian Lee's performance yeah he's very good wrong. can't deny that but if you don't like it you don't like it but also I thought it was right. I didn't the weird thing is right now tonight where we sit in Adam's house we are about 10, 15 fucking yards listeners from the theatre where my uncle a week ago was performing fucking Terence what what's his name cat on Tennessee the, Williams Cat on a Hot Tin Roof so oh, the familial go. connection is there so who's good at maths <laughs> 6.25 right so okay. we ran that up to a 6.3 so because of Paul's very damning score that makes it a 6.25 rounded up to a 6.3 which means hang on let's Probably make sure that Paul doesn't get cross about it we've got two films to battle against okay Number one, well, if Dan has seen these films, he can vote. If he hasn't, it's just me and you, Adam. The first film that it's going up against is Diner. Diner. Diner's a better film. Diner's a better film. It's a better film, of course. I don't think I love Diner. It wasn't great, but it... I did I think I loved Diner until I did it for the podcast and I hated it. I haven't actually seen it. I thought I had seen it by then. I don't think I gave Diner a seven though. That's no, the, this I, is where I, Paul, I gave Diner a six. This, this, this is the thing where Paul better. gets annoyed at us because I go on my heart at the moment. And no, no, I'll you tell you what you gave it. You, you gave it a two and a half at stars. I gave it a five. I can't. I can't say. You gave Diner a five. And oh, you gave, you're, and you're you gave it a six. So yeah, he's got to go above a Diner. Oh, shit. Wow. Sorry, Paul. Look at that. Fuck, it goes above Diner. Okay, so the next film. Oh, come on now. We're going up against Scorsese, The Age of Innocence. Age of Innocence is better. Come on. Adam hated that. Adam did hate it. I got bored of it. He was was slating it to me. Well, and Paul rated... Hang on. What did Paul rate at uh, Age of Innocence? Someone got it? I think Paul would have rated it above a four. Yeah, I'm sure he would. He didn't. He gave it a four as well. Did he? (laughs) Yeah. It's confusing when you say four, but letterbox scores. It's like you're cross-matching them. Is that two stars then? Yeah. So So I gave it a five. Paul, Paul gave it lower than me. 
Fuck. Below. Well, okay, so the decider then... Bang it out eight. ...comes with Dan. Yo. Have you seen Age of Innocence? Because... Nah, I have not. See, the thing is, Julio gave it an eight, which is what gave Age of Innocence its score. But that is without Dan's score. My score for Age of Innocence? No, no. What, have you seen it? No, I've not seen it. Oh, I can't really score it. I could score it, but it won't be very accurate. All right. Well, listeners, Paul's going to have to fucking correct this when he comes in. We don't know what we're doing here. It's somewhere around there. <laughs> he would We've broken some technical... But you know what? It's not in the bottom 20. What did you get? Okay. You gave Age of Innocence a 7. I gave it an 8. So it's basically... It's, the film is up to... It's, whether, it's when Paul gets back, whether he likes Age of Innocence more... Oh, can't just check these fin, or has he got the same rating number? It's the same rating. So it okay. then just come down to whether. So that's that. So when Paul gets back, we'll find it out next week. I've it's got a, beat I've got the two questions to watch as well. Oh, you got two questions. Oh, oh shit. shit! Dan has two questions to ask me and Adam. They're quite, they're quite really smooth transactions. Yeah, is it? And then we got one other thing to do afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got to change his score. So uh, okay, yeah. So I was, I was okay. struggling with what to ask. Are you going to explain the rules to the game? He doesn't know the it's rules. just ask a question and get an no, answer. No, ask him to explain <laughs> the okay. rules. So the rules are: Oh, if I get the point right, I get the point. If Ben gets it right, he gets the point. However, if neither of us get it right on this occasion, the point will go to Paul. Yeah, because I, I am. Scores Paul right at the now. moment okay. are. I think Ben's winning. And is it like who no. answers first? Or yeah, yeah. Remember, so Paul's got four points. Ben's got three. I've got two. This year, I've been asking the question. It's a new season now. Well, Adam's just remembered that off the top of his head. Okay. Just one in the chat. Oh, okay. First question <laughs> is: What color was the bad guy's car during the chase in the end? It's a beige. A grey, grey. Yeah, beige. That's what I meant. Is beige. that both your answers? Do you want to give different answers? Yes, I do. The bad guy's chase at the end. Yeah, you know when they smashed him with the. Yeah. Is it the one where the car goes upside down and the car doesn't it's move? It's the car that yeah flips over the car, but the other car stays still. Well, fucking, yeah. how specific are you going to be? It's I'm like going to say a brown beige. beige. Yeah. Brown beige. Nah. He's going golden beige. What is I'm it? colourblind. These are very specific colours. I put green. I'm sure it was. I'm pretty, pretty sure it's green. green. I, was, I was looking at it very carefully because I'm colourblind, so that's gold for me. So yeah, I you don't point. get no, that's point that's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's blind in real life. He's fine. He cries out of the wrong side of his face as well. The second question was what was the winning number on the roulette table when the ball 26 black. Is that what it was? <laughs> it might have been because I didn't know if it was 26 or 36 black. It was 26 black. Um, I don't think 36 is a number on the roulette. 32 red, red, isn't it? 32 oh, I said black 22 at that point. I thought you said point. 32. That's why I, I think it, I think it goes up to 34 roulette. No. Oh, 33 is a roulette table. Black 22 is my number. Oh, would you want to sit here a nice, nice little story? I'm getting the point for that. That's <laughs> my can, point. I'll give you the point, but I feel like it might Paul, be Paul will work it out. He'll work it out. He'll work it out. But I've got a point. So there. that means that Paul has five points. Adam has three and Ben has three. You want to hear ben a nice story three. about roulette? <laughs> ah. Go for it. Before me and Jenny uh, even connected well over 10 years ago, she went to Vegas and while she was there, she was missing me. And she said, I've got a little money to spare. What, what shall I do with it? And I said, put it on black 22 because that is my number. And she threw some money on behind Black 22. Where's this guy? it coming. And what happened when they spun the spun the wheel? <laughs> did it land on Black 22 or did it not? No. Nah. I ain't going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait no. till next but episode. it was the beginning of our relationship. And I said Black 22. She gets a tattoo of that. Cool. Sure. Maybe you'll see it at Glastonbury. Be the big on on there. It's on the back. It's on your back. The whole back. <laughs> it's on my back. Black twenty two. Fucked. It's it gone over. It's gone over the top of your radio hat tattoo. <laughs> anyway, uh, did she win the money? Has, yes no? uh, I'm not going to tell you. You'll find out in uh, Glastonbury for some reason. <laughs> Are we going to remember this so, conversation? 
when you're off your fucking skull yeah. going in a way well, is this a family podcast so here's the one no, it's, it's definitely not oh, yeah. it's definitely Jones. not is this a family podcast cunt how many cunts are listening to us now hello to all Woody the cunts I, no I never no. No, Woody, I never called Woody no. a cunt Paul by the way no not Woody, Woody and Toy Story oh yeah no that's I, true I, I, Toy Story 4 I know terrible see what you're doing make me out to be a villain because that's what he would have found oh would you let me finish the sentence instead of ch- ch- chiming in and attacking everyone now listen we're going to do the mo- more special thing now than the quiz so Paul's oh, yeah. leading on the quiz so as Paul explained to you, Dan. Yeah, yeah. He, sent, he sent me the picture. He sent me the graph. So you've seen if it full is a, table. If it is a graph. Yeah, so table, you, table. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. And we're also in the unique position to influence this guy if he does mm. something quite bad. No. Okay. I've, I, I've, have I told you? No. Actually, I think you did. Oh. Don't say I thought you were going to do Predator, and you said you weren't going to do Predator. Nah, but it's too. gets oh. enough love, doesn't it? So I mean, yeah. we've done 152 films to date, Dan. Mm. Have you got the Grafter, yeah, yeah. Scroll, I might scroll down. I just, have it in mind what I'm going to do. Just to double check, you'll be happy with what Because I, I said to Paul, I saw the devil, but apparently you haven't done that. But I was convinced I you did that. I swear we did, I saw the devil. That's what I thought. But no. you haven't, apparently. No. I need to give it as much love as possible. I saw <laughs> um, the devil. Oh, I, I saw, saw the, the devil. devil. No, just as well. Do you want another gin and wine? Yeah, that is just what I prefer. I'll be able to I'll have one for the bed. One for the bed, yeah. We'll go to the pub after this. I'll be there. Yeah, okay, so I was going to give it once we're talking Hollywood. But that's someone else has already done that, so I'm gonna give it to Ria. No, you can do it if you want to. Nah, because there's another film on it, another film I love, okay. which no one's got it, and it's Reanimator, and I have to give that a ten out of ten. Oh, it wow! It hasn't Fuck. aged very, very well in that sort of sense, but you know what? It's still it's ten out of ten. So if you don't like it, all right. Fun. So do you know? Do you know the story behind the whole Reanimator thing? Well, the guy divorcing his wife. Oh, I think talking about in the film. We did it. We did. We talking about that scene, the scene with the girl on the bed, like his. The actor's wife saw that in the cinema and then divorced him. Divorced him, yeah, Apparently, because of the way he was well. licking his lips yeah, and all it that was, shit. Because it was practically a rape. We did a so, whole month called uh, Rihanna May tour. That's amazing. Last year, who thought that? Was that? That was not Adam, was it? I don't know who. I think I don't, it, know who I, did it. I don't think we actually planned it, and then when we did it, it just happened to be in May. So I love it. I love it. Yeah, and we did <laughs> so all, all three of them. Have you seen the sequels? I've seen the second one. I've not seen the third one. So What's Paul, the one that Paul, Paul rates the second one? I didn't really like. I didn't he like more than the first. Like the one. Is that the wedding one? The bride of Reanimator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the bride of Reanimator. The, the third one was that one where What's it, one the bat? we actually found was okay. The third, the second one's the, 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 the fucking bat. The second one's the bat because it goes into the chapel. Where all the bats. Yeah, I've not I seen. I mean, Reanimator is great though. Reanimator is it's, great. It's perfect. The first one is horrible, great. So hang on, where do we rate Reanimator? Because this is going to change shit significantly. I'm surprised you didn't go to Velocipasta. You took you two gave it an eight, which I can respect. Paul gave it a seven. All right, listen, so here we go. As you heard, Dan is giving fucking Reanimator a 10. It was a 7.3 at 83rd out of all the films really? that we have rated. 7.3 goes that low down our it list. It goes That's that low. kind of mad. But with Dan's 10, it comes in at... 8.25. Which is an 8.3. 8, which is an 8.3. 8.3. So, that There's means... There's a lot of 8.3s, isn't there? Ladies and gentlemen... There's a lot of 8.3s, and it's going to have to rely Paul's on... Paul's going to annoy us because we're going to have to undo this in the next I know, episode. We're going to undo, undo all of we're this. We're going to do this. But me and Adam <laughs> are going to do this. Better or worse than once? For me, once is better. What, well, we can't... We got, once we got got Hollywood? No, once. Oh, the once. Film. Oh, the film. Oh, With the guitar, breathing. the Irish people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you no. gave it an 8, so... I think I gave them both an 8 then. So it's up to you. What's more? What's got more rewatchability? 
Adam, it's, if you yeah, give it an eight, Paul will go higher so we can carry on. I'll tell you what, for fun of it all, I'm going to say the reanimator is better. Okay. The We're two... just going to go on assuming that Paul thinks it's better because what did he give once? Uh, seven. So, so I think okay. reanimator is better for him. Okay. The two popes. Reanimate is better than that. Uh, the two, I don't know actually. I think the two posts. These are very hard me, films man. to pick. I know. Yeah. Yeah, very hard. <laughs> very animated to the two popes. All, all it needs is stuff. The two popes, though. What's above the two popes? Everything. Well, something that you are definitely going to say is worse than Reanimator, Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. What? You don't like Mission Impossible Fallout? It's okay. Everyone you, gave, okay. you gave the two popes eight, are so it's up to you what I, you want to say what, is better. What did you give the two popes a nine? Uh, well, Katie and Oti must have given it a 10. No, I gave it an 8. Oh, is it so high up then? Because Katie and Oti gave it a 10. It's fucking tough because. Probably, I'm looking back on Reanimator saying it was fun, so let's do Reanimator. Reanimator was fun. Uh, so It's not going to beat Mission and Paula. It's not going to beat Mission. Mission and Paula. Mission, <laughs> Mission and Paula. What's Paula's mission. <laughs> Mission Fallout. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> That'll uh, do. What the fuck? Where's where's our master list gone? You just deleted the whole list. I think I have. Paul's going to kill me. He goes away for one week. Where the fuck is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Paul, you can work out what to do with this. Leave this all in the episode. Mission Impossible Fallout. I say Fallout is better. I say Fallout is better. Do no, you? No, no, Reanimate is better. Yeah, okay. I think Paul would maybe say reanimate is better so the straight story by david lynch ah straight story is better bit of bias there there isn't there you're yeah. just assuming a lot more we got, we got a over there. i am but he's gonna say reanimate, oh, reanimate is, better. is better than straight story fuck we still go the vanishing fuck there you go the vanishing is better that's from that's oh, is that yeah. the one with the? That's the one we little kid vanishes. <laughs> yeah, we watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. It's like a documentary type. Of. The one with the weird petrol station scene. Yeah, yeah. Reanimate is better. Ah, well, oh Paul's going to say. Paul <laughs> might say reanimate is better. You two are definitely going to say this one's better. Invisible Man. Or the remake. Yeah. Oh, I uh, didn't the yeah, time, but I think Invisible Man's a good film. Though, right? Original's good. Do you know what? Reanimate is better. God, this is all getting cut out of the podcast. Here you go. Here's where, here's where we separate the men from the boys. Full Monty. Fuck that film. I don't like that That's a good film. I wish I was a kid and I haven't watched it since. I hate it. <laughs> Have you seen Ravenous? Yeah. What did you think of that one? I didn't love it, Ravenous. Is that the one with uh, Guy Piss? Yeah, and Carlisle. Yeah. Come on now. I didn't, I, I didn't love I it. I Full Monty's better. I'm pretty sure it's a remake, isn't it? I think from one is where it ends then. Paul, you will come back and you'll decide where this film positions. Because it's going to position at the bottom and this has been <laughs> nothing. Maybe, but Dan has certainly thrown the cat among the pigeons for this fucking film because we haven't got a clue where it ends up. There are, just so you know, there are... The list has been deleted. There are 16 films at 8.3, so we have to oh, wait till Paul comes back to the side. Top of the 8.3s, Buster Scruggs. Reanimate really? better or worse, Buster Scruggs is better. Oh, For the pocket, Mr. Pocket was... No! Here's one. Buster Scruggs is good though, I will say that. The second film on E8.3, and this will definitely be where Adam 
taps out on Reanimator oh. Blues Brothers. Oh, oh, of course, of course yeah. that's it. He loves that. He loves that. Even food. Nah, I'd, I'd put Reanimator above it. Reanimator's <laughs> <laughs> a 10. He, he I'm not producer, it's like a 9. And Goal, that's 6 or 7 down on 8.3. It's a yeah, good film. See, goal, I'm not a Goal lover. I need to rewatch it too. For, I need to rewatch it. So I won't say I'm not a lover. I won't say I'm not a lover. But I have not watched it in a time. Jesus wept. You know the game against Fulham? He saw me play, man. My dad saw me play. He's probably looking down at you right now. Of course he is. Of course he fucking is Santi. And then he goes off and plays with that blind man from that film. <laughs> so, Solidly. what a link. So, that's where we are. That's how we end it with uh, Blind Fury. Dan, you, I feel like you came in with a, a good access point to this podcast, right? You, I feel you like didn't you take it too in, seriously. You didn't take it too seriously. You wanted to have a little bit of fun. <laughs> I did. I, I tell you what, I want. Ben the didn't other, shout at you. The other film point. I wanted to suggest. I wanted him to sh- to suggest something before. Uh, after I had this, I already had this secured, and I thought a film I love, but that's probably why I didn't choose it. Is the Blob, the remake, the eighties one, Chuck Russell, oh, the Blob. I thought that'd be an amazing film because you two haven't seen it to watch. No, but I also don't want you like ripping it apart because I love it so. I didn't choose it for that reason. And the next time you come on this podcast, man. Don't be afraid of it. Don't, <laughs> Any listeners, don't. suggest the blob because they need to watch it. It's fucking good. Next time you come on this podcast, and you will come on this podcast again. I will. Right? Next time you come on it, pick something that you are so scared that we will rip apart. Yeah. And come on here knowing that even if we fucking do rip it apart, <laughs> it doesn't matter because you're going to defend it to the fucking... Paul took Burn Reading on here. Yes. No, he didn't actually. Jamie Paul made him take. Jamie made Paul do Burn After Reading and we ripped it apart. Do you rip it apart? I don't like Burn After Reading. It's a good film. I don't know. But those boys ripped apart Streetcar and Desire last week. What film have... I don't think there's been a film that you put forward that... We're very kind to you. We look after you. We don't rip you up. No, I don't think you put a film forward no. and we've just liked it. Oh, yes, certainly. You gave Trick Condom Design, I gave it a seven. That's not exactly... What about slave. Tetsuo Iron Man? You fucking hated that. I loved that film. <laughs> you gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. <laughs> but, but Burn Off the Reading is Paul's like top ten films of all time. Yeah, I know, but it's not my fault. Jamie, you brought it to the podcast. We had to challenge Why well, he gets his money's worth out of us. He does. <laughs> you spend the money, we can tear it apart. Yeah, I'll do it next time, but I, I, yeah, my feelings will be hurt. So are we going to say what the film is next week? Who's picking next week's film? Paul. It's He's really picked it, hasn't he? Yes. Let's it's a film it. called Prowler. Yeah. Prowler? Well, the Prowler. The slasher film. Well, it's from 1951, and I don't think it's slasher. Oh, no, no. Okay, no matter. It is a slasher film, though. There's a slasher There's, there's, there's a stalker one film. called The Prowler from the 80s. It's Stalker. It's a Stalker it film. It might be a remake. Okay. So, I think that this is. So, we're carrying on the 1950s Odyssey. I was about to say what yes. film I was picking after that, because I know you, you know it. Don't now. reveal it. Don't reveal it. Yeah, I thought you were talking about that. No, it's, it's a called Prowler. slasher film. So yeah, we are going okay. to 1951's The Prowler, directed by Joseph Losey with a synopsis of Los Angeles, California. A cop who, unhappy with his job, blames others for his work problems, is assigned to investigate the case of a prowler who stalks the home of a married woman. Seen by nobody... 1951. <laughs> <laughs> I you going to say. Nobody but... The tone of Seen by nobody but Quentin Tarantino. He probably has watched that. No, I know Quentin Tarantino's rating. <laughs> and I won't reveal it. <laughs> Would you give it a six? 
I won't reveal it, but we w- normal service will be resumed very shortly. This but podcast will be smooth next week. Paul. It will be smooth, but listeners, you knew that this was going to be unruly because Paul was not here. We're all together for the first time since fucking... Yeah, we had a couple of drinks. Many of you lot haven't of even heard a podcast that was recorded live like this. No. Like, it's probably crispier than ever. Crispier than ever. How many, many people do you reckon have gone back it? to watch? Um, None of them. Tomb Raider have you even gone back to listen to Tomb Raider all our listeners I believe have been listening to us since we've been recording remotely so this is a very rare fucking uh, but Paul's not here next time we'll get Paul here how does it feel does it feel like Adam is more confident on the mic in front of people does it feel like I'm more that's true you can probably probably tell I've had a couple of drinks I think that's probably it you're more coherent you're definitely slurring your words more but that's, he's slurring uh, his just, words, but he's more thing. fucking coherent than ever. He is. I respect yeah. him a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. What would you like to say that you didn't get to say on this podcast? Will we wrap this podcast up for the next 20 minutes now? Yeah, I know. What would <laughs> I like to say? Um, I don't know. Keep doing it. If you had to say, if you had to recommend one thing for people to go watch, what would you say? Oh, fuck me. You put me on the spot majorly, man. Uh... Someone's got a gun against your head. They're about to pull the trigger. They say your final words. And I say, everyone, go and watch. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Give me, Rest give me, one. give me ten seconds. Give me ten seconds. Let me just select one. Let me just select it's a random really film. random film that no one's probably what about, seen. Have, a you got, film. have you got a top ten list on Letterbox? I got a top hundred list. <laughs> <laughs> no, forget that. Give us your top ten. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a set. He's got his 10. whole DVD collection in color order. <laughs> he has. I've seen oh, that. Mate, it's, it's very bad. impressive. It's bad. Just, Dan, you want to share your letterbox with people and we'll tell them to in, go we'll and see that? We'll put it in the description of the yeah, podcast. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely letterbox. It's Dan J. Pierce, P-E-A-R-C-E. We'll put it in the description. It's and how many way. fucking films you got on that colour order shit? I've got about <laughs> uh, 1,100, I think. Did you do that in COVID time? or you? Did I, did it during COVID, I did it during oh, quarantine. Right. I'm, I'm, not just, I'm not an absolute sad bastard. Right? <laughs> I have nothing to do. Every film you watch, are you going in there and... No, it's every film he owns. It's my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my, my, it's, I just got a list of my collection and I didn't cut order. That's something hard times. That's going to gain traction on Twitter one of these days. And Hopefully. I was very proud of it. There's those people time. that put a whole wall with all the shots and films in colour order. Yeah, so I wouldn't go that far. Oh, that, you wish that you could, could be the next product. If there's another COVID, yeah. We're going to wrap up this podcast with Dan's top 10 going from 10 to 1 and then we are oh, out. Mate. And we'll, we'll, you're going to argue, this you're is variable argue though, man. three of them and then no, we're going to be here for another hour. This is variable. Plus, it makes me sound like an absolute film, bro, but it's fine. That's All right, okay. so I got, we, we, got, <laughs> we got Mad Max, Predator. No, 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 take it slow. Right. Number 10 is Mad Max. No, Fury Road, yeah. Number 9. This is what We agree with this. Number 9. It's a good film. Mad Max. Have you seen Blood and Chrome? Have I seen what? The black and white blood and chrome version. Oh, I have not now. I, I will do that. Come on. I've got it on, it on Blu-ray. You've seen it? No, I've not seen it. <laughs> You've only I seen want, Mad Max once, it. haven't you? I've only seen it once. You gave me the DVD, I think. Blu-ray. Well, there you go. I've got it behind me. Do you want to borrow it again? Can't yeah, I'll take it. Come on, shut DVD. No chance. Uh, number nine, Predator. Of course, classic. Predator is your number nine. Yeah, yeah. It was higher at one time. Wow. I remember yeah. Paul Is that there. the last time that Schwarzenegger appears in your top ten? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but so, Terminator Two is like number twelve. For yes, me, this so is this worry. is That's terrible it. news. This is what I was, is the, this is what I was wondering about. How is how is Predator above Terminator Two? I must know. Yeah, Predator is too dear to my heart. Uh, oh, number what is that? Seven. Hate, uh, number eight. Hate for late. Appropriate because it works. Yeah, hate for late. Beautiful. Number seven. No, I'm uh, happy with that. Ben loves this one. Kill Bill. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> number six. The Shining. Best oh. horror made it. Best yes, horror I'm ever very made. Happy and it is that. horror. It's not a thriller. Fuck you. Uh, number five, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Fuck. This is the best oh, call. Mate. That's the best it's call, fat, man. It's, it's, beautiful. it's beautiful. Big Trouble in Little China in your top five. But then the top four, right? That's it's, the best it's, call. It's interchangeable a little bit. 
That's where the problem is. Big so, in Little China. I should have worn my uh, Pork Chop Express shirt tonight for that. <laughs> number four, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Although that could be number one. Number three. Number one. Lahane. But Lahane also could be my, I'm pretty sure my favourite film is. It's even Lahane or Once Upon a Time. Hold it side, before you do the top two. Yeah. Now, I, based on Letterbox, you two watched Lane a night or two ago. On, his on birthday. my birthday, yeah. yeah. What, did, you, did you watch it at home? You went to the cinema? Nah, well, house. Mate, I've been, like, I've been trying to find it in cinema for ages and it's well, not. How were the subtitles? Were they American? I know, English, English. Were they very He's much the British? Silver, they were yeah. clearly British. Yeah, yeah they yeah. say twat good. And bollocks. And oh, good, good. Amazing. Man, that's the only way to see it. it yeah, really, man. I actually rated it from a nine. I had it at a nine before and I gave it a ten. I can't believe you did have it as a ten before. Top ten. Top ten of all time. I've never known anyone to have it in top ten. He's got it in his top ten and it's higher than I've got my top three, mate. Um, no. Yeah, number two, Harry Kiri, and then number one, Reservoir Dogs. But Reservoir Dogs has been my favourite film since I was like 16, I but Listen, now I don't think it is. For all I disagree with, with you having Kill Bill above Hateful Eight, I am in full mm. agreement that fucking Reservoir Dogs is his best film. Mm. Yes. I'm in big trouble with Me, you and Paul are the only ones who agree that that's his best film. It's perfect. It's I perfect. think when you look back on his filmography now, I think most people would say it. I think when you first get into it, everyone gets excited by Pulp Fiction because... It, yeah, seems exci- it seems exciting on the surface but I think when you sit back and you've yeah. gone through stuff and then you re- you go back and you go now nah, Reservoir Dogs is the, is the shit what's beautiful is it's no budget it's a bunch of people that want to do the fucking story and it's like mostly one location the problem is, the yeah. thing with it is yeah. every single person is on form in that film it is it's like this scenario where you have a drink friends intimate like this and you go I want to do a film let's go and film something and you create something beautiful out of having no budget the only bad actor in is fucking Tarantino yeah of course <laughs> yeah, but he, gets, he gets killed off as well you know the, you, men, you mentioned it before there's a bit when Buscemi and Kaitel are smoking and he doesn't light a cigarette properly yeah and now every time I watch it I can't, I can't watch that yeah, you, you saw it, me yeah. I'm, oh mate and also, it's bad. It's ten out of ten film. It's the best, but everything that involves Mr. Orange and that fucking cop coaching on coaching him, Marv. on how to be undercover. Oh, yeah, oh, the cop coaching him. Oh, okay, is pretty tragic. <laughs> but the rest of it is absolutely fucking incredible. Sublime. So, listeners, that is the end of this fucking podcast. How long did we record? With the eleven and twelve minutes, we're running at. An hour and 25, which So is... we're going to get about 40 minutes out of this podcast. We're coming to an end, Dan. I think we'll probably have you on the podcast again, wouldn't you say? I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. But I think next time, next he's, time, time got, he's got to bring yeah. he's got to bring a fucking Japanese I'll bring my, I'll bring my A game, yeah. I'll let you just rip it. I'll tell streets. you what. Boys, uh, boys, listeners, <laughs> when you uh, join us again mid to late June, uh, the three of us here will be in Glastonbury. I have a feeling that there is somehow, some way, a possibility of you guys getting the shortest of episodes from us recorded on a phone, bad quality. <laughs> in there, Glastonbury. Is cin- there is a cinema at Glastonbury, and we can go and see I'm the not, weirdest I'm shit. Not I'm not sure, I'm I'm not sure, sure we're going to go to the cinema. No. I don't think we're going to go to the <laughs> cinema. It's not going to happen. If you got there on the Wednesday, we could have gone in for like a 20 minute film that they all, all I will say is there will be a point at Glastonbury where the three no. of us are under the influence of something, and we will just sit down for 15 20 minutes and give our opinion on something it could be fucking hateful it's, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be someone wearing some like led clothes or something yeah, it's not gonna be led clothes <laughs> goodbye for everyone thank you for having us we'll see you next time dan farewell it's been an honor it's been great we've enjoyed Loved having it. you man oh, it's been amazing yeah you well, know so many of adam's friends get on this fucking podcast it's unreal so many. We keep asking you to bring your friends. It's just Francis, isn't it? No, Francis is the only other person who's been on it. To be fair, my wife <laughs> comes on it, and that's it. 
What's your friend in Bristol's name? The guy who knows everything about I know, I've film. Got, I've, got to bring, I've got to bring Matt on That's just it, to Matt. talk I've got to call him Matty for some One reason. day we will do Heat with Matt, yes. Oh, man. Good choice. There's two of you just on Heat. <laughs> and uh, until the next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. And Goodbye. Thank you. And we are out.